Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Sense Maker. Hi, I'm Claudia and this is Sensemaker from TortoiseMedia.com. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, it's two months until the start of the Tokyo Olympics, but Japanese people really don't want the Games to go ahead. So will they be cancelled? WHO has been assessing this outbreak around the clock On the 11th of March 2020, there was quite a lot going on. You might even remember that day, the World Health Organization had declared that we were officially in the grip of a pandemic. We have therefore made the assessment that COVID-19 can be characterised as a pandemic. COVID-19 was spreading rapidly across the globe. Flights were being cancelled and countries had started to close their borders. International travel was shutting down, and no one knew then quite how long it would all last for. With the world in an indefinite lockdown and with a deadly virus raging, you'd think that major international events would be cancelled, almost by default. Especially events where people need to fly in from all over the world to take part. But the organisers of the Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics, which were supposed to begin in July and August of 2020, seemed determined to press on. Cancelling them wasn't on the cards. That's what Yuriko Koike, the governor of Tokyo, told journalists the day after the World Health Organization announcement. She's one of the key decision makers for these games. I don't think that there's an option to cancel the Olympics and the Paralympics, she's saying. The Games should be held starting from July. That was the position in early March last year, but by the end of the month, with cases confirmed in 167 countries, Japan had changed its mind. In the last few hours, Japan has asked for the Olympic Games to be postponed for a year. The Games were rescheduled to 2021, by which point the organisers thought we'd likely be out of the danger zone with Covid. Throughout the last year, Yuriko Koike and the Japanese organisers have clung on to the promise of that 2021 start. Here's Yuriko Koike talking about her hopes for the Games back in November. It is my sincere hope that we can make the Games a symbol of hope and strengthened bonds for humanity, like the Antwerp Games of 1920, just after so-called the Spanish flu epidemic. Those Antwerp games she's talking about? By the time they came along, the worst of the Spanish flu epidemic had passed. But the trouble with the Olympic Games is that they're meant to start in 58 days. And unlike those Antwerp games, we're not out of the woods with this virus yet. Not anywhere near it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Right now, Japan is going through a fourth wave of infections. Japan had done comparatively better than many countries in controlling COVID. But as it struggles through a fourth wave, in the hardest hit city of Osaka, COVID hospital beds are nearly at capacity. Tokyo and three other regions are all in a state of emergency to try to bring case numbers down. Japan is confirming 38 new cases per million each day. That's compared to 26 new cases per million here in the UK. But all those efforts to keep infections low might be in vain if the Olympics go ahead. The big concern in Japan is that if thousands of athletes, officials, and journalists all come from all over the world and congregate in their country, they could bring new cases and deadly new variants with them. Month after month, there have been protests against the games. <laughs> Less than a fortnight ago, 350,000 people petitioned Yuriko Koike to protect the citizens she serves. They want her to ask the International Olympics Committee to cancel the Games. And only this morning, Asahi Shimbun, a major daily newspaper and a media partner for the Olympics, came out against the Games in an editorial. So far, Yuriko Koike has stuck to the official position. The Games are going ahead and they're going to be safe. But as the pressure mounts and the clock ticks down, will she hold that line? Knowing more about the kind of person and the kind of politician Yuriko Koike is might help answer that question. She's been a player in Japanese politics for a while now. She started her political career in the 1990s. But she wasn't always a politico. She started out as a journalist. She worked as a reporter and news anchor for about 15 years, and her shows were a ratings hit. So that's one thing to know about Yuriko Koike. She's very media savvy, she knows her audience. And her audience. Well, they're heavily opposed to the Olympics. Opinion polls show that the majority of Japanese are against the games being held this summer.、Uh, the Japanese public has、uh, defected at this point,、uh, with about 80% either saying they should be cancelled altogether or certainly not held、uh, this summer. The other thing to know is that she's not afraid to be an outsider. Over the years, Yuriko Koike has switched her party allegiances multiple times. That's never earned her many points for loyalty, but it did help her climb to the top. She eventually settled with the Liberal Democratic Party, the party that's been in power in Japan pretty much continuously since 1955, and she was soon made a cabinet minister. Even though she'd made it to the heart of Japan's political establishment, she still wasn't afraid to shake things up. She ran for PM in 2008, the first woman ever to stand. And then in 2016, she ran for governorship of Tokyo against her party's wishes. They wanted to put a man up for the job. And she won. Tokyo appears poised to welcome its first ever female governor. Exit polls project Japan's former defense minister, Yuriko Koike, has beaten off 20 other candidates vying for the position. A big part of her appeal was that she criticized officials for the cost of the Olympics. So, if there's anyone that might take a stand now, it's Yuriko Koike. She's never been afraid to go against the grain. Ultimately, the decision on whether to push on with the Games lies with the International Olympics Committee, and they're already going ahead, against the tide of public opinion in Japan. But if Yuriko Koike changes her mind on the Games, they'd be going up against a steely political operative, too. 
Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. It's made by me and my colleagues Nimmo, Imi, Zav and Ella at Tortoise Media. Our promise to you is to make sense of the world through one story every day. If you enjoyed today's episode on the Tokyo Olympics, why not give us a follow so that you don't miss any of our other stories. Today's story was written and produced by Ella Hill. The Sensemaker. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, it's James Harding. I'm Tortoise's editor and I'm the host of The News Meeting, the podcast where three people debate which story should really lead the news. On the most recent episode, we were joined by the businesswoman and campaigner Gina Miller, who discussed obesity and people dropping out of the workforce. We also discussed Russia's push into northern Ukraine and the feud between Drake and Kendrick Lamar. To listen, search for The News Meeting on Tortoise News wherever you get your podcasts.